Good morning, and thank you for listening to your favorite radio station, Victory 91.5. Joel Vaughn, always on time. Amen. Brian Race jumping in here real quick for David and Leanna at the conclusion of Reisenstein. And, and I see on your notes you're about to get into the book of Revelation and how it uh, ties into everything. So I know we're sort of wrapping our time up, getting close sure. as we're heading into to this time of continuing with Ray Haynes. Well, you know, a lot of folks struggle with the book of Revelation. It's it's a pretty deep book and complicated and there's visions and uh, just so much going on. But if if that's if Revelation have ever didn't make sense to you, you know, it's actually the day of atonement and that's part of it. Without understanding the old, what God the picture God's showing us uh, doesn't really make sense. So John, the apostle John's encounter with Jesus that is the book of Revelation or the revealing of Jesus takes place on the Day of Atonement. So, Revelation one ten. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day and heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet. So this is, you know, the Rosh Hashanah we talked about, The it's the called the Feast of Trumpets. The Great Blast is the last day. This is that trumpet. So, the first thing God heard was a voice, or John heard was a voice like a trumpet. So the Feast of Trumpets announces the days of all including the Day of Atonement. Now, the, the phrase, the Lord's Day, now, uh, this is not Hebrew, but Greek when you get to the New Testament, Ikiriaki Emira, it's a Greek phrase, very unique to the Bible. By the second century, it was applied to Sunday, the Lord's Day. But there's actually absolutely no biblical reason to use it that way. The only day that Jesus refers to as his day is the day of his coming. For as the lightning that flashes out of one part under heaven shines to the other part under heaven, so also the Son of Man will be in his day. So when we talk about the Lord's Day, it's actually a very, it, it's not trying to tell you which day to go to church. It's simply saying he's talking about the end. So the Lord's Day may simply be another way of saying the day of the Lord. So the Day of Atonement was and will be the Lord's Day. It was a day of judgment in which the true spiritual condition of everyone was revealed. And it will be when he returns to bring judgment to the earth and rescue his people. So the first part of the judgment, as we kind of jump into both Revelation and the, the history in the Old Testament, the first part of the judgment is a courtroom scene for the investigation. If you read back in Daniel 7, he says, He watched till thrones were put in place. The court was seated and the books were opened. So he's describing, obviously, a court case. So Daniel 7, 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. Again, that, that's uh, the jury, if you will. The same number of angels is present in the judgment seat in Revelation. I heard a voice of many angels around the throne, and the number of them was... 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. That's Revelation 5. So in Daniel 7, books were opened. Revelation 20, 12, books were opened. <laughs> Same sounds ironic, right? And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things were, which were written in the books. Now, since Revelation is written in what they call a chiastic structure, you can see the investigation in chapters 4 and 5 then you can also see the verdict carried out by the 144,000 back in chapter 14. In other words, it's like a mirror. So the beginning of the book, and then it goes backwards from the, from the end, matches the beginning. I don't know if you can see that in a mirror. It's like the mirror image. That's chiactic. Another key symbol in the investigation phase are eyes. Remember, this is a judgment, right? So the lamb has seven eyes. 
and the four living creatures who are around the throne are full of eyes in front and in back, around and within. So eyes symbolize the Lord's judgment and separation of the righteous from those who are not, because they see everything. The eyes of the Lord have two related functions, to watch and protect his children and to discern the wickedness of his enemies. Here is Second Chronicles. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on evil and the good. That's Proverbs 15. Chronicles says, The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. So you have to imply the other part of that. He's also watching the, the unloyal. So other images you run into here are seven lamps and seven spirits. So there are seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. That's Revelation 4. Even while the judgment of the Day of Atonement is being carried out, the daily intercessory ministry of Jesus, and we're talking the lamps, the bread, and the incense, it's all still taking place. Hebrews 7, he, Jesus, is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. So since the seven lampstands are the seven churches, seven lamps show the presence of the Spirit. So Jesus is the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. But while he's in heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit to bring his light through the fruits and gifts of the Spirit in the lives of believers. So that's just a, a brief little look at that. We'll step into the four living creatures and the four tribes as we dig a little deeper into Revelation to help you understand. For, for us as Christians, the Day of Atonement is still very, very real. As I was listening to you talk about the, the creatures with all of the eyes, does any of that explain why my mother has eyes in the back of her head? Is there any connection <laughs> she to judgment? Any uh, <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> Well, listen, you can find this teaching available later this afternoon on the new More Music app. That can be downloaded at Google Play, in the App Store, or directly from Victory.Radio. And, of course, when you visit Victory.Radio, click on the blog to be able to get the teaching notes. And now if you're one who really is not into the whole smartphone technology, we got you covered. If you go to our website, Victory.Radio, you go and it says Listen Live. You click that. You'll see also you'll begin listening to the radio. But if you see there's another little thing that comes up there, would you like to listen to uh, teaching and stuff like that anytime? If you click that button, it'll pop up a pop-up player that is the app on your computer so whether you're listening at work or at home or just not into smartphones that's also a simple way that you can use it there's more waiting on you at victory.radio one of the partners of rise and stein is eagle